Today is November 23rd, 2020. This is episode 88 of Back to Normal. So let's get started. All right, today I am going to be spending some time, just a little time, hopefully, talking about my favorite mobile work apps. And that's because today is the first day of the work week. And um, I know that I talked in the past, um, I went and dug up the old episode that I talked about, Microsoft 365, uh, which is what we use at work. So um, this list is going to focus heavily on um, apps that are made by Microsoft. But um, I do think so. I'll talk a little bit about why I like them and, and you know, maybe what could be improved if I if I have things to note. Um, but generally, Microsoft is fairly consistent when it comes to mobile work apps. But honestly, so are a lot of other companies because um, like a lot of mobile apps have to do with, you know, personal. There's a lot of games and things and, and social media and, you know, messaging apps. Um, but enterprise and work applications are a major major business in the world today and so a lot of money ends up invested in these apps and that means that they're they generally follow the conventions of the operating system that they're on and they're generally pretty well optimized for that system and and again run pretty well the the goal here for all these apps um, is to give you a similar um as similar as possible uh an application as you would get if you were running the same app on the desktop. And I think honestly, they do a pretty good job of that. Um, so these aren't necessarily in any particular order. Um, but they're kind of I guess, if I had to put them in order, they're in the order that um, I use them the most on mobile. And so the very first app on my list is Microsoft Outlook. This is obviously an email app. Um, but this is an app that I have been using for work email for at least five years now. And one of the great things about Outlook now is that they actually, the Microsoft team has actually built in um, not just Outlook email into it, not just Microsoft cloud email and all that, um, but you can actually add almost any mail provider's app um, email through it now. Like if I wanted to add my Gmail app to it, you could actually just run every email client you have every or every email email provider you have through Outlook, which is really cool. Um, now, I don't do that. I prefer to keep my inboxes separate. I prefer to use the Gmail app for my Gmail, but it's really cool that you can do that. Um, one of the things that you're going to notice, I think every app that I have here, eh, I don't think SharePoint does. Um, almost every app in in this list is is basically fully optimized for up to, I'm using iOS, so that's what I'm going to discuss, up to iOS 14. And that means that several of these apps have um, new widgets, which is really cool. And they they are basically designed to take full advantage of every set of features that Apple has introduced. So yeah, like I said, almost all of them have dark mode. Um, there are widgets, there are there's lots of all kinds of um, helpful stuff. So Outlook is is an app like the Outlook as a mail service is really interesting to me because we just recently, if, you, if you've been following along with um, some of the episodes where I talk about work stuff, talk about work technology stuff, um, we are currently right in the middle at NSERC of transitioning from um, Exchange email through Outlook, which is run from our building to a distributed Azure-based cloud email software solution. And I am one of the first people, there's starting to be more, um, especially in our IT team, um, but I am one of the first people to get 
migrated to cloud email. And wow, uh, it is amazing to have like if you have work email that's not already in the cloud, which I suspect probably a lot of places that are in government do. I suspect maybe I'm wrong, but that's that's my my feeling. Um, if you haven't done this before and you're used to having your personal email in the cloud, because, again, most people do. Um, but your work email as something that, you know, you have to log into your outlook at work to be able to use. Uh, it is a complete and utter breath of fresh air to be able to use um, to just use Outlook the same way you'd use Gmail to be able to access all your emails. The same thing. You just basically sign in with your Microsoft account and you're good to go um, actually across these. Because, again, like I said, a lot of these apps are Microsoft. A lot of them are just um, you sign in with the Microsoft account one time. And so the system knows that you have Microsoft account and you like if you install a Microsoft Authenticator account, it will just keep you authenticated. And all these apps will go back and check in with that app to make sure that you are still signed in. It's just incredible to me to have all these apps be able to just seamlessly work in the cloud. Um, it's distributed, so there's not really any issues with speed or anything from our main building's email server. And your email doesn't depend on being physically closer to the building. It's it's really great. Um, I, like I said, I've been using Outlook for work email for five years or so. And I could not recommend it any higher. It has been an incredible email service. Um, they've just started introducing now that we have cloud email. Um, you can get these daily briefings that'll tell you like it's basically um, I'll just look at today's. It's basically a little overview of the day. Uh, it might show you any important emails it thinks you want and need to respond to. It might show you calendar updates. It might um, give you little blocks. Yeah. So prepare for today's meeting is the very first one. Um, it also says um, it's also got what what it thinks could be a task related to a meeting that I have. And I can add the task by one click, like an, an email based task. Uh, yeah, it talks about my other meetings, talks about any potential um, commitments and follow ups I might have, which is really cool. So like it, it finds an email that has a question in it and basically says three days ago, you were asked to do this. Did you do it yet? Um, it offers you time in your schedule that's clear to focus so you can actually schedule focus time in your in your calendar. Um, I wouldn't say that I've used this in particular yet um, because my schedule is not that busy and so I can keep track of all the things that I have. But um, if you're somebody who's kind of feeling overburdened or anything like that, I think that'd be really useful to be able to have that kind of feedback and to be able to to do things like that. So I've spent half my time on my the very first app on this list. I might not even get to all of them. We'll see how um, how the rest of these go. But the next app on the list is Microsoft Teams. And Teams is an app that when I first started using these kinds of, um, you know, what would you call them? Like productivity collaboration apps. Um, I was using Slack and I do still have one Slack team that I um, that I use every day or mostly every day, but I don't use it nearly as much as I should or could or would or, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and basically what it's come down to is that because I'm using because I'm using Microsoft Teams at work, that's what I end up using. Um, that's what I'm using the most. And what I've found is that all these apps or a lot of these apps have different kind of metaphors for how you have a conversation like how a conversation works and originally i really liked the slack one which was just a conversation like basically a th yeah a threaded message conversation with with as many people as were in the in the group and you could reply in a in a separate thread to any individual message in that conversation um 
I like that model. I'm not saying I don't like it, but now that I've started using Teams, I definitely fall really heavily on the um, on each conversation being its own thing. And so with Teams, rather than having each each like by default, a message you send is a is just a message in a chat thread. Um, with Teams, the the metaphor is you if you're starting a new thought, you start a conversation about that thought, and people can either reply to that thought um, in your conversation, or you can start a new conversation. And it lets you keep multiple. I think I think that metaphor lets you better separate different thoughts happening at the same time in the same channel, and it keeps yeah it keeps conversations separate as long as people are on board with the metaphor and use it properly in that if you actually are starting a new conversation you actually use the new conversation button and if you are replying to a message that you actually reply to the message and not start a new conversation for example and so that's um yeah that's teams i do again i love the the way that teams works with teams and channels and again the metaphor is is useful to the way that I like to work now. Um, I'm not sure if I can say that I've adapted my work to the way it works or if if the way I work is conducive to that before. Um, but yeah, that's that's about where we're at with, with that. So um, the next set of apps, which I'm going to talk about all in one because we're running out of time um, in this episode. And, you know, I don't have I don't have too much to say about these. I just wanted to kind of give a brief overview. Um, is you know the the trio or the the trio plus one of Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and OneNote, and I think that given the parameters in question, that these four apps are absolutely as good as they can be on mobile, and I think that they're actually quite good. They offer a lot of features that, um, or that I guess they're you could say they're missing a lot of features that the app actual um, like Windows apps, for example, have, but. In terms of what you would actually use on such a small screen, I think it has pretty much everything you would use. It has basic formatting, paragraph um, styles, that kind of thing. Um, it's quite powerful. And if you're using it on a tiny phone, you're not going to take advantage of many of these more advanced word features, um, even though they might be there. Um, but if you're making changes to a document, manipulating a document in some way just on your phone um, that already exists, I think that there's plenty of tools here um, for all in all of these areas. There's plenty of tools in, in all these four apps to be able to do what you need to do. Get in, get out, because that's that's really what they're intended for. They're 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 intended to either be basic, you know, word entry, data entry, um, slides or note taking if you are just starting fresh. But if you are if you've already created a bunch of stuff, if you've already got a document of some type in the app, just opening it to make small changes is totally fine on the phone. And even doing something like on a on a video call or a, I guess phone call, um, being able, I guess probably video call, probably with Teams or, or, or WebEx or something to be able to share your screen with with a PowerPoint presentation or with a Word document is actually quite nice to be able to do. And um, yeah, so highly recommend um, checking out those. I have been I have basically stopped using Google Docs of any form in the last year or two. And I'm all in personally and at work on the Office suite of apps. Now that I've got Office 365, um, now Microsoft 365, um, yeah, they're they're just great. Um, so the next app here is also from Microsoft. This is Microsoft To Do, and basically what I like most about that in terms of um, work apps is that you can you can it's basically just a task list, a reminders list, but you can have multiple lists. You can nest them. 
And as of recently, as of, um, I guess probably as of the spring, maybe, um, you can share lists. So you can, if you have colleagues that are on, that are on a similar um, set of tasks as you, you can share lists and assign tasks to people and it'll show up in their email. And now that we're going to have Cloud Outlook, you'll be able to see your tasks, your shared to-do tasks in Outlook in not probably not Teams, but in Outlook and in To-Do and in Microsoft Planner. Um, all these um, task-based things in Outlook are slowly merging together and like sewing themselves to one another so that all the feature sets are the same. Uh, it's really, really useful to be able to have all that. Um, the last app that I'm actually going to delve into quite a bit here or not quite a bit, but for a minute or two is WebEx. And this is an app that we uh, we use at work mostly. Now that we have Teams, it's mostly not for um, conversations that we have amongst our actual colleagues. But anytime we're having external people come onto a call, um, we'll tend to use WebEx. And the app for WebEx is really, really, really good. It has basically every feature that um, the desktop client has just for your general meeting purposes. like. You can do basically anything that you can on the main computer um, in terms of attending meetings. If you're hosting a meeting, I think it's probably still there's still some more advanced features in the desktop app. But in terms of just joining a meeting, it's basically you basically get everything that you can get on a desktop just on a smaller screen. Um, and again, WebEx has dark mode to do has dark mode. All these apps have dark mode support, which is really, really nice. Uh, I hate using apps that just blind you with bright white when you open them. And last app here, which I'm just going to mention uh, and not talk about at all, is the SharePoint app. This is basically, once you're signed in with your Microsoft account, it basically just, the SharePoint app shows you um, files across all your teams, across your personal OneDrive, across everything. Um, it's a really cool and, and useful way to just have a complete overview of all the things you've used recently and all the files you've used and to be able to... Um, yeah, just basically look at because SharePoint runs um, OneDrive and Teams behind the scenes files wise. Um, it's just really cool to be able to make use of a, a an app that gives you like this complete overview of all your stuff. And um, I do find myself not all the time going in there because um, the the recent tab on all the like Word, off Excel or PowerPoint also gives you those. Um, those options and same with i think the files tab in teams but um anytime i want kind of a high level overview of what i've looked at or, or things like that or or find a file in a sharepoint site um i will often use the sharepoint app the, the sharepoint app is the only one on this list that is not available in dark mode which is which is unfortunate but i'm sure they'll get there in time anyway so that's my list of my favorite mobile work apps you'll see very heavily microsoft favored because we do use microsoft at work um, but I honestly do think that they are some of the most the highly featured and um, useful productivity work apps available. So um, good choice, I guess, to my IT group. All right. I'm going to leave it there for today. Thanks very much for listening. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.